Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Today, our word has been titled <laughs> Pursuing a Life in Christ, okay. a life of godliness and holiness. Pursuing a life in Christ, a life of godliness and holiness. Okay, so before we get into it's right. We want to understand what it means to pursue something. Right? So when we say pursue, what does it mean? Pursue means to chase after something, to desire something, to want something that you do every single thing to make sure you get to that thing. When you're pursuing a job, you don't care about what people are saying. Like you want that job, so you do everything you want to get that job. That's what it means to pursue. It means actively ensuring that you get it. So, looking at pursuit, when it comes to our life in Christ, what does it mean? To be in pursuit of a life in Christ means to leave everything behind, okay? To give your all to Christ, to actively chase after him, to actually to actively know him, to know what his purpose is, to know what his will is for your life and for everyone else that's what it means to actively pursue a life <laughs> pursue a life in christ okay. we want to read from mark chapter 1 verse 16 to 20. mark chapter 1 verse 16 to 20. okay now, as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And straight away they forsook their nets and followed him. And when he had gone a little further thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship, mending their nets. And straightway he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants and went after him. Amen. So when you look at this verse, right, see when Jesus called the disciples, right, they left every single thing. They were doing something, but then they left every single thing to follow after Jesus, right? I want to put emphasis on verse 18. At once, they left their nets and followed him. At once, they didn't say, oh, tomorrow, oh, today I'm tired, I want to sleep small. Let me just wait small and pray tomorrow. See, they left everything at once. Why? Why is it that? What did they know? What did they see that made them actually leave everything at once? What revelation had they received that they will leave everything and decide to chase after God. So from this right, 
we have to before we can be able to fully pursue a life in christ you have to understand why you are pursuing that life you have to understand your purpose otherwise your pursuit will be it won't be complete so fully understand why you're here okay and you don't start your pursuit it's an intentional thing right so you have to keep praying about it to fully get that knowledge and understanding of who christ is Mm -hmm. okay Please, can we read from um, Luke chapter 14, verse 25 to 35? Luke chapter 14, from verse 25 to 35. And there went great multitudes with him, and he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me, and hate not his father, mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counted the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it, lest haply after he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, and all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king? seated not down first and consulted whether he be able with ten thousand to meet him that cometh against him with twenty thousand or else while the other is yet a great way off he sendeth an ambassage and desired conditions of peace so likewise whoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he has he cannot be my disciple salt is good but if salt have lost its flavor wherewith shall he be seasoned it is neither fit for the land, nor yet for the dunghill, but men cast it out. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. Amen. Amen. So, in pursuing a life, right? In pursuing a life in Christ, you want to look at verse, verse 30, right? Okay, no, verse 29 to 30. For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, Everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying, this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. So right now we are looking at what it takes to pursue a life in Christ, right? It's not a soft process, let me put it that way. You can't start today and stop the next day because you are tired. You can't start and then after one month you give up right it's a gradual process and even if you are not seeing the results as you would like to then it's a patient process as well you need to constantly seek god and pursue that life so you achieve the purpose that god has called you for here on earth then we like to look at verse 33 as well in the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. Let me explain what a disciple is first. For some of you thinking that, oh, you are not 
disciples. So it doesn't apply to you, right? A disciple is a follower of Christ. So we are all disciples of Christ. So every single thing in the Bible that talks about a disciple is related to you as well. So if there are lots of things that hold us back in our pursuits of Christ, right? Friends, music, movies, everything, right? Your significance other. <laughs> so and those things will draw you back. It's not in your pursuit of a life in Christ. You can't go with it's between you and God. There's no one else there with you. So you can't you have to drop everything. Drop everything that will affect your pursuit with Christ. Whether it's a friend, whether it's your someone older than you. Everything that will affect your first usage Christ. Because God has told us that you can't, those of us who do not give up everything cannot be his disciples. Because we are still holding on to the life we have in the world. So how can we fully pursue after Christ if we are still holding on to what we have here on earth? Don't store up your treasures here on earth. Store up your treasures in heaven. Okay. Second thing. In pursuing Christ, we have to get to a point where we get out of our comfort zone, right? You can't remain in your comfort zone and expect God to come to you. Like, you are not chasing him. You are there, but you want to pursue him. Like, he should come to you and pull you. You have to actively want to chase after him. Get out of your comfort zone. Deny yourself. Deny your flesh. When God tells you today, fast from six to six, Pass from six to six. But you tell him, oh, you're tired. You want to eat small. They are selling your favorite food today. <laughs> like, See, when you are given an instruction, right, it's for your growth. It's not by chance that it came to you. It's for your growth. So if you receive that you should fast from six to six, right? It's for you. It's for your growth. So you have to deny your flesh or that nice food. You have to deny your flesh of, yes, maybe you're supposed to pray at this time. Let's say 6.30. You're supposed to pray at 6.30. But there's this nice show that starts airing at maybe 7. So then... That day there, you tell God that, oh, God, 30 minutes. Let me pray for 30 minutes and leave it there. And then we'll pray later. 
in your pursuit with Christ, right, you have to deny yourself of every fleshy, fleshy desire. You can't be the same way that you started your pursuit with in Christ. Like, your pe- people should be able to see that you are pursuing a life in Christ. Your life should be able to magnify God and glorify his name, right? You can't start one way and then be that same way throughout your life in Christ. Do you understand? Okay. Now, we know that as we are pursuing rights, there will be many challenges. There will be trials who fall astray, but don't give up, right? Like I said earlier, it's a gradual process. It's patience, right? And don't leave it there like you fall in and then you won't go back to God again. You just, oh, it's okay. This thing cries, not for me. Do you understand? So, like, keep keep trying. Don't give up. And then don't also neglect their place of fellowship. Sometimes when we give up, we'll stay to ourselves, we'll stay isolated because we are feeling bad and we've sinned and God will mind us and all those things. And we'll neglect the place of fellowship. But it is in the place of fellowship that God can also speak to you. It's in the place of fellowship that God will tell you something that is supposed to be meant for you in that season. Right? So, in your pursuit of Christ, it's not a smooth process. You have trials, you have tribulations, you fall. But then don't give up. Keep trying, keep pushing. And God will surely come through for you. And before God has also promised us a helper, right? To come and help us. Please, can we read from John chapter 15, verse 26? John chapter 15, from verse 26. But when the Comforter is come, whom I send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. And ye also shall bear witness, because ye have been with me from the beginning. Amen. Amen. God has sent us an advocate to help us. He has given us the Holy Spirit. But most of the time when we are pursuing, we are pursuing Christ with our own strength. That is why sometimes we find it hard. You can't chase after Christ with your own strength. You will suffer. So ask for the Holy Spirit. He has given it to us freely. It's not like we have to buy it or pay for it. Like He is there and he's actively trying to seek us too, even as we are seeking his face. So we should, don't do this alone, right? Pray, ask for the Holy Spirit to come and help you, come and dwell in you and lead you and guide you, even as you are pursuing a life in Christ and chasing after him. And sometimes one of the things that may draw us back in our pursuits of Christ is worry, right? 
because you're like, for example, you have a paper the next day at eight o'clock. It's a subject you don't understand too. And you have to pray at maybe um, nine o'clock for three hours. That means you end around 12. That moment, because you don't understand the paper you're going to write tomorrow, it's very easy for you to give up and say, no, you won't pray today. You just leave it and then learn. Use the time to learn, right? But then God has told us that we shouldn't worry. Okay. Come and pray. Come and seek his face. Like, don't worry about anything. Even as you are pursuing him, he has set everything out for us. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will come. So, in our pursuit with him, right, we shouldn't let other things affect it. We shouldn't let our emotions affect it. We shouldn't let our academics affect it. Leave it into God's hand and pray over it. Don't don't also neglect it, but don't do it on your own. Let God help you. He's coming read from Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body more than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewith shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for, for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Amen. Amen. Now, I know that sometimes this might be hard, right? Because the thing is really on your heart and is disturbing you. So it's very hard to trust in God and leave everything to him. Right, but he has given us the assurance that he will do it. It will like don't worry about it. Like he's your, you are his child, right? If you look at your parents, if you go and ask them for something, right, they will not neglect you. Like that's the same relationship God wants to have with us. We are his sons. He's our father. So don't worry about it. And don't let it affect your relationship with Christ and the pursuit you are seeking after him. I want to touch briefly on okay. 
on a life of godliness and holiness. Right. So, what does it mean to be holy, first of all? It means to be set apart, to be different, to be set apart to God, right? To have that difference. Like when people see you, they should see that, yes, this person is chasing after a life in Christ. This person is growing in Christ. This person has encountered Christ, right? And all that is very important in our pursuits of Christ, right? Because if we are not set apart, how are we going to actively draw from God? How are we going to actively pick from what he's telling us to do? How are we going to actively listen to his instructions? That's where godliness comes in. It's actively conforming to his will, conforming to his instructions, following what he has asked us to do. It's all part of our life in Christ. It's all part of our pursuit. We can't do things on our own and expect to chase after Christ. We can't live according to our will. God has a will there for us, for each and every single one of us. So in our pursuit of Christ, we have to be set apart unto him. Live that life of holiness. Live that life of godliness. Conform to his will. Conform to his instructions. Do you understand? Peter, am I moving fast? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Now, when you are pursuing Christ, right, he has to be the first priorities. Yes. You can't, one of the reasons why you have to leave everything behind and follow him is because we are most likely going to put other things before him, right? But then in our pursuit, we have to, he has to be our priority. He has to be the first person we are looking to, the first person we are chasing after. We can't put him as the second person and then expect everything to go smoothly, right? He is the head, <laughs> right? He is the head. So we have to, that's one of the things. We have to focus on in our pursuit of Christ. Don't put him as a second option, a second choice. He should be your number one priority. 
and grow with him not on your own not with your own strength thank you before I wanted to say that, yes, we are never too far off to start our pursuit of Christ. Nothing you have done is too bad in your sight <laughs> to start your pursuit of Christ, right? We've not left. Christ has not left us. He's still looking after you. He still loves you. He's still calling you to him. So nothing you have done is too far off or too bad for God to use you or call you. So let's not try and look down on ourselves and downgrade the kind of relationship God is calling us to. Let's not forget that he is there for us and forget his love for us. We should be very intentional about our work and our pursuit of him. It's not a, I've said this, but it's not a small chance or a smooth road, right? It takes intentionality. It takes, like God should see your efforts. That, yes, you want to know him. You want to see him. You want to have that personal relationship with him. You want to seek after him. So let's build ourselves, right, in fellowship, in prayer, in studying the word, all these things will help in your pursuit of Christ. Word study. That's how you know what God's purpose is for your life. That's how you know what he wants you to do. That's how you know that you're not supposed to do this, you're supposed to do this. That's how you'll be led. That's how God can speak to you. Because you're not acting on your own strength. You're not acting on your own will. You're not acting on your own might. And prayer, prayer, that's the only way that God can, it's not the only way, but that's one way that God can speak to you. That's one way you can communicate with him and let him communicate back to you. Let us not go into the house of prayer and it's like we are going to talk to God, but we are not willing for him to talk to us, right? It's an active communication. So let us go into the house of prayer with the heart of hearing back from God and listening to what he has for us. All this is very vital in our pursuit of Christ. We can't be an island and expect people and God to come to us, to come and pull us along and drag us. Do you understand? this but I want to emphasize on this that 
that it's going to take a lot of patience and trust right so if it doesn't seem like it's going well in the end don't give up just keep trying keep praying and seek for help as well if there's anything you're struggling with or it's very hard for you to pray or it's very hard for you to study the word or you can't you can't really seem to connect to god so you want to give up because you feel like your pursuit is not worth it right it takes patience god will god is looking at you he's helping you and then one other way he can help you is through people so when as you are pursuing god don't forget don't leave people out yes don't leave people out don't block yourself and say this this pursuit here is between yes it's between you and god but then god has sent you helpers to help you as well god can move through the people around you so don't block don't block people out and don't block that place of fellowship you understand okay Okay, so I believe that from this short word that has come, we have picked something on how to actively pursue Christ, on how to actively chase after a relationship with him and get to know him for ourselves. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.